Welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us and we hope you are encouraged by today's message. All right, are y'all ready to hear the word? Are y'all ready to hear the word of God? Hey, I wanna give it up. Man, we've got such an incredible man of God and now who is a good friend of mine and he's here also with his wife, Jennifer, and little Max. Hold up, little Max. He's got his man camo on, mini camo. Max is mini camo. He's, he's manning up. And uh, Tim spoke such a powerful word to our men Friday night, man. And, and, and we went from revival to manvival on Friday night. It was awesome. So church, he pastors a great church uh, up in North Carolina, Christian Faith Center. You're gonna love Tim. He's one of us. I want you to stand to your feet at all of our locations. Come on, you guys welcome Tim Timberlake. Keep standing for a second. Can we put our hands together for Pastor Stovall and his beautiful wife, Pastor Carrie? I know you don't need to know this, but sometimes you take for granted what you got because it's so easily accessible, but sometimes it takes an outside voice to come in and tell you, you got it good. You got it real good. You got some of the best leaders in the world right here at Celebration Church. And uh, I, I've, already, I've already told uh, my wife, we just going to go ahead and consider ourselves adopted and change our last name to Wings. So Tim, Tim when y'all put my name up, Tim Timberlake Wings from now on. But we consider ourselves family. It feels like home, so I'm going to preach like it's home today. Is that all right? All right. How many of you came expecting today? Come on, how many of you came believing big? How many of you got your mind made up that this is the day that the Lord has made? I choose to rejoice being made glad in it. Come on, make some noise in this place. You know, your, your mind is like your bed. You got to decide to make it up every day. And you got to decide who you go allow in it. So I'm just a firm believer that this is the day that the Lord has made. Come on. I choose to rejoice being made glad in it. Where my man at that was here Friday night, holler at me. Come on, I'm expecting y'all to lead the charge today. Y'all better not let these ladies show us how to praise up in here. Come on, men, where you at? There we go. We will not be outdone in our praise today by the women. Go ahead and grab your word. I'm going to hop right into Isaiah chapter 54. Isaiah chapter 54. I'm going to read and then I'm going to pray. Is that all right? Isaiah chapter 54 verse 1. It says, sing, barren woman who never bore a child. Burst into song, shout for joy, you who were never in labor. 
because more are the children of the desolate women than of her who has a husband, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate city. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you, God, for this opportunity to share with your sons and daughters. And God, today we thank you that you're already here. So flex your muscles in this place. We ask, God, that no one would leave the same way that they came, but allow us to have an encounter, allow us to have an experience, allow us, God, to be awakened by what it is you desire for us to see. In Jesus' name we pray. All those that agree, say amen. I want to talk to you today from the subtopic, it will all make sense. Look at your neighbor, tell him it will all make sense. Have you ever seen something that didn't make sense though? You ever seen something that just didn't quite add up? I have this ongoing tally, my wife can tell you, uh, of just things that I see that I just kind of jot down and I got questions for people uh, that I think may or may not have the answers, but when I get to heaven, I got so many questions for Jesus. One of them being, why do we put circle pizza in a square box? <laughs> Anybody ever thought about that? Why, why, why is there such a revolution of square boxes going around for, square, for, for, for circle pizzas? What, what about, why do we drive on parkways and parking driveways? Have you ever thought about that? It don't make no sense. What about this one? This one really blows my mind. Why is it? that the doctors leave the room until you undress when they go see you naked anyway. <laughs> like, like it's some type of courtesy. They say, okay, I'm going to go out the room. You, you go ahead and get unclothed, and then I'll be back in here. And then what they do is they knock, and they don't wait for you to say, come on in. They just knock and <laughs> don't make no sense. Have you ever been reading scripture and in the scripture you read something, you're like, that don't quite make no sense. Like when I read the story of Noah and it says that all the animals went on the ark two by two. And I started thinking and I have a very creative mind and I started to think, if that's all the animals, that means it was some woodpeckers on that boat too. Where did Noah put those woodpeckers? <laughs> you ever just think about that? What? That could have been a disaster. <laughs> Where did all the animals go use the bathroom? You know? So I just read scripture sometimes and I came across Isaiah chapter 54 and it says, Sing, O barren. It don't really make sense, but the thing that I came to realize is that God wasn't talking experiences, he was talking expectations. See, he wanted to get Israel out of the place of remembering what happened to them and get them to the place of expecting what's possible. And I just came today to ask you, are you expecting God to do something in your life so significant that it brings you to a place of praise today? 
See, if we live in our memories more than we live in our expectations, it steals the power of our praise. And if the enemy can steal your praise, then he can steal your power. See, what, what God is saying here is you have to have an expectation beyond what you see because what you see is not where it's going to stay. With, with, with anything, with anything that there, there has to be a sound that goes forth first. We hear a plane before we see it. We hear a train before we see it. What about when you go to a wedding and you go to this wedding and they start playing the music and the grooms walk in and most grooms walk in the same way, you know, they come in. You go to a black wedding, they put a little spice on it. And then the music changes. And then the bridesmaids come in. And they walk in. The bouquets. <laughs> and then the flower girl comes in. Ring bearer comes in. And then something happens where the sound changes. Because something and someone is about to enter. The sound changes to change the expectation. Everyone knows that when the sound comes on, the bride's going to enter. So what we've experienced up until now has been great, but when the sound changes, what we've come for is going to enter into the room. And what God is saying in Isaiah chapter 54 in order for you to get where it is that you desire to be and where it is that I desire for you to be, you have to release a sound because the sound always goes before the new season that you're about to walk into. So I just came to ask you today, how many people are in here willing to release a sound because you're expecting to be ushered into a new season? See, the reality is there are two types of people on your row. Two types of people on your row. You, you got people that will praise God because of something. Because he's done all of these things. Because he's been faithful. Because he's been good to me. But then you got these crazy people on your row that says, I'm going to praise God in spite of. I, I may not got everything that I've been looking for. I may not have everything that I've been hoping for. I may not have everything that I've been praying for. But yet and still, I'm going to open up my mouth and give God some glory. Come on. I'm going to praise God up in this place. So the scripture says, sing regardless of what you see. Sing regardless of what you see. I know it don't make sense now, but it will all make sense in a minute. See, praise releases the power for God to move on my behalf. My praise is my address for my breakthrough. See, when I lift up my voice 
in spite of what I see, God says, now you're ready to walk into the season that I've predestined for you. So he says, sing, oh Baron. That word sing means to celebrate. And I think I'm in the right church today. At the right time. In the midst of revival. And I think we got a crazy group of people up in here that's saying, I'm not going to wait until I see God do something. I'm going to praise God before because God has already been good to me and I don't got to see nothing else for me to open up my mouth, lift up my hands, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Come on, somebody say yes. Y'all mind if I preach it how I feel it? With every new season, there has to come a new sound. Every, every, every battle, the word, every warfare, before they go out, it was important for them to release a sound because it's the sound that goes before us to make a way for what we're about to go up against. See, 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 something has happened to us that has tried to steal our praise. What has gotten in the way of you praising God the way you used to praise God? I'll tell you what has gotten in the way of your experiences, what, what has happened to you. and Somehow we've allowed life to get in the way of us living. Somehow we've allowed what we've been through to steal the power of our praise. But I believe today something is going to shift in this place. And instead of us waiting for God to move, we came moving, waiting for God to do what he said he was going to do. But if he doesn't, we're still going to praise him anyway because he's already been good. Is there anybody came today that says, I'm not coming to revival. I came with revival and his name is Jesus. And if I can just step up in the place, change is going to happen. If I can just step up in the room, change is going to take place. Do I got about 50 crazy people up in this place that says I'm here now, I'm in here now, and it ain't nothing that can stop me from praising. Sing, O Baron. Sing, sing. And if you're writing notes, number one, this is what I want you to take notice of. In order for you to praise God the way that he intends for you to praise him, you have to reject the normal. You have to reject the normal. You, you have to reject what it is that you used to do. See, the word of God says that new mercies he gives us every single morning. But why do we recycle the same old praise? He gives us new days every single day, and every single day he wakes us up, so why do we give him the same old hallelujah? But the thing that we have to do is stop being loyal to the old us and understand every single day is a promise fulfilled by God, and so every single day I got to give God a fresh praise that don't make sense to my mind. It don't make sense to what I'm seeing, but I believe that when I step out of my bed every single day, God has been good to me. See, it doesn't matter what you see. It matters what he said. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, it says, Take ye this mind which was also in Christ Jesus, 
who did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, which means that when you see something that does not line up, you have to put on the mind of Christ. So our natural eyes, listen to this, our natural eyes originally see things upside down. Our natural minds originally see things upside down. But our minds flip the picture right side up. In the spirit, it's the same way. When things don't line up the way you know God intended for them to line up, you have to put on the mind of Christ so that the mind of Christ can flip that thing right side up. Is there anybody that came today and you said, listen, things don't look right, things haven't been right, things don't seem right, but I came with my mind made up that I'm going to put on the mind of Christ and everything that was not right will be right when I leave this place today. And I believe that God is going to do something significant. I believe that God is going to do something great. I believe that God is going to do something big. And so I'm going to praise him towards my expectations. Who am I talking to in this place? So I have to reject the normal. I have to reject the normal. It isn't possible to do better until I see better. It is impossible to do better until I see better. See, see, you will find what it is you're looking for. A hummingbird and a vulture are still birds. One seeks out sweetness and goodness and nectar. The other one seeks out dead things. You will find what it is you're looking for. If you came in here and you didn't have an expectation, you will leave the same way that you came. But if you came today looking for God to move in your life, you will find God moving in your life. If you came today looking to leave here the same way that you walked into here, you will leave the exact same way that you came. But if you came in here desperate for God to do something significant in your life, it doesn't matter what people think about you. All you know is I need to go after God with everything that I have. I need to go after God with everything I am. I need to go after God like I'm about to lose my mind without him because the reality is you will lose your mind without him anyway. Is there anybody says I'm willing to lay it all on the line with praise? Come on, make some noise in this place. I have to reject the normal. I get real claustrophobic to the boxes that people try to put me in. When people try to put you in boxes and they try to tell you, oh, yeah, it don't take all that. Oh, it don't take all that noise. Oh, it don't take all that shouting. Oh, it don't take all that praising. Well, tell me what it takes. Because the last time I checked, God says that I will put you in a place where a rock would cry out in your place if you don't do what it is that I created you to do. See, my vehicle is not doing what it's created to do if I never put the keys in it. I can go outside in the garage and I can look at it all day long and say, that's a pretty vehicle. It's pretty, it's pretty. But it won't do what it's intended to do until I put the key in the ignition. And a lot of us are in here, we're meant to be going somewhere, we're meant to be moving, we're meant to be in this vehicle, but we have not started the ignition with praise. And until we start the ignition with praise, we'll stay in the same place that we're stuck in. 
And something that's supposed to be temporary will become permanent if we allow it to. You have to reject being normal. Normal church is, I'm coming in to get something. Normal church is, I'm coming in just to observe. Normal church is, I'm coming in just to see what's going on. But when you reject the normal, you say, I'm coming to make a deposit. I, I'm coming to leave it all on the altar. As Pastor Stovall was saying before, the altar is so significant because God says, I want you to make a sacrifice of praise. See, you don't really start praising until you kill something. You don't really start praising until your identity dies to who it is God has called you to be. You don't start praising until you leave your comfort zone. Listen, I don't know who I'm talking to today, but I just believe that I'm in a room full of people who are willing to risk how they look to give God some crazy praise in this place. I'm in a room full of people that's willing to lay it all on the line and say, I don't care what the person beside me think about me. I'm going to shout. I'm going to scream. I'm going to lift my hands. I'm going to say hallelujah. I'm in revival, and this is my season. Number two, sing, O Baron, rejoice the thing that we have to do is plan accordingly. Look at your neighbor and say, plan accordingly. This year, I've made up in, in, my, in, in my mind, and I've, I've declared this over our church. This year, I will live the life that my faith deserves. Now, that's a bold statement because if your faith isn't where it's supposed to be, your life will match up to the faith that you have. But if your faith is on 100 million, you can't have more faith than God is big. So this year I pray that your life matches up with the faith that you have. But you have to plan accordingly. See, you don't get what it is you hope for, you get what it is you plan for. Are you listening to me? You don't get what it is you hope for, you get what it is you plan for. And the reality is we got a lot of people that are hoping for something but we haven't begun to plan for something. See, preparation is the greatest evidence of expectation. Preparation is the greatest evidence of expectation. When I plan accordingly, I make room for God to do what it is he said he was gonna do in my life. When me and my wife, we found out that we were pregnant, I say we because I was also pregnant. We started planning. Nobody knew about it. Nobody could see anything. Nobody knew anything different, but we started planning because we had an expectation that something was happening. And so we started making room. We started clearing out stuff. We started putting money to the side. We started doing things because we were expecting the arrival of someone. Three months went by, we're still eager in expectation. Nobody saw anything different. She wasn't showing, she didn't have no baby bump. Nobody knew, but we knew because the doctors told us, you're pregnant. Comes to five months, she got a little bulge. 
Look like she drank a little too much water. <laughs> People didn't pay no attention. They just stopped. Hmm. Some change is happening. Maybe extra biscuit here and there. <laughs> but we knew. And the closer it got to the due date, the more expectation we had. And so therefore, the more planning it took to get ready for what was to come. And I came to tell you today, you're pregnant. Nobody can see it. You don't feel any different. You don't know what's going on. Things seem to be the same. But God has spoken something over you. He, he's spoken a promise over you. And the great thing about it, he says that my word cannot return into me void. Which means that if he's spoken it and you have not seen it, that word is still in this room right now. Oh, come on. I, I wish. I said if he spoke it and you haven't seen it, that word is still lingering in this room right now. So what you have to start doing is planning accordingly. What does that mean? It means I'm going to praise God regardless of how I feel, regardless of what I see, regardless of what's going on around me. I know that he's doing something significant in me. So I will plan accordingly. Number three, stretch. Stretch. In Isaiah chapter 54, it says, verse 2, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains. What this means is make room. Now, if you're like me, I don't like stretching. I don't like it. It hurts. It's painful. I'm an athlete. I've gotten some injuries that don't think too highly of stretching them again. I've torn both hamstrings, ACL, meniscus, you name it. I've torn it. So anytime I got to stretch, it's got to be something I really want to do. You ever been working out and you start talking to yourself and it's more, more than one of you? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You start stretching, you say, come on, we can do this. <laughs> Woo! Come on, we almost there. And all of a sudden, it ain't you no more. It's just, it's a team of you because you're doing something that you wouldn't normally do. I don't like stretching and then you get into your workout you say come on we can finish this we can we can make this thing count but your mind is not on the pain it's on how you will look after you do what it is that you're supposed to be doing and so your mind wills your body into submission your, your mind pushes through the pain your mind says come on we we got 30 more seconds of this and your body says, I only got 10 more left in me, bruh. <laughs> but your mind says, no, you got 30. And you get to 15. Your body says, I'm giving up. Your mind says, no, we're not. <laughs> and your mind wheels your body into submission. And today, some of you came in here barely making it. Today, some of you came in here ready to give up. Today, some of you came in here ready to observe. But when you put on the mind of Christ, it tells you, no, we can make it. No, 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 no. We ain't come this far now to stop. God has not brought us all the way to this point to leave us. 
God has not allowed me to go through what it is that I've gone through to get to this place to abandon me. It's time for you to stretch. Look at your neighbor, tell your neighbor, stretch. That word stretch means to do something you normally wouldn't do. Something you normally wouldn't do today. You should be giving God praise like you normally wouldn't praise. Today, you should be saying hallelujahs louder than you ever said hallelujahs. Today, you should be ready to say amen louder than you've ever said an amen. The person you're sitting beside is going through more than you know. You never know what your praise could do to bring them out as well as you. Bump your neighbor, tell your neighbor, stretch. See, growth is painful. Change is painful. But nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. And some of you have found your place in a place that only praise can get you out of. You found yourself in a place that only praise can get you out of. Change is inevitable. Growth, however, is intentional. And you have to be very intentional with where you place your praise. See, we like to praise a lot of things. And then we get in church and we get quiet. Oh, ladies, you know what I'm talking about. You find a sale, you start praising it. Before you leave the store, you're on the phone with 17 people. Girl, let me tell you. Girl, they got a sale going over here at Belks. Buy one, get three free. You better get over here. Brothers, we go to the football game. The Jaguars did phenomenal this year. Phenomenal. Now, I'm, I'm a Panthers fan, but, uh, but a Jaguar is still a cat, so we're still in the same family. We go to the Jaguars game, get a touchdown. We start high-fiving, chest-bumping. We start praising crazy, and we get up in church. And all of a sudden, we lose our voice. And we lose the opportunity to give back to God what he's given us. But today, you have to have made up in your mind that you're going to stretch. See, the strong find solutions, the weak find excuses. You, you can find an excuse for everything if you want to. But I'm here to ask this question, how many of you are looking for the solution of praise to cover you in some stuff? How many of you are looking for the solution of praise to cover you in some mess? I don't know who I came talking to today, but if you just stand up, open up your mouth and give God some glory, he said he's gonna change some stuff for you. Come on, shout yes! It may not make sense now, but it's gonna make sense. Praise brings you out of something and ushers you into something else. 
see, 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 God is asking the people of Israel, can you lose focus from where you're coming from and pay attention to where I'm taking you? See, God is bringing you out of something and he's taking you into something else. But every step of the way, you got to be praising him. God, I don't know where you're taking me, but I'm going to lift my hands. God, I don't know how you're going to work this out, but I'm going to sing my song. God, I don't understand why I'm going through what I'm going through, but I'm going to give you all of the praise. Your knowledge increases your learning while your decisions determine your growth. You have to decide to praise God in the middle of whatever it is that you're going through. And God is telling Israel, listen, I know you've been let down before. I know you've been barren. I know you've had some disappointments. I know you've had some setbacks. But will you sing? Will you celebrate? Will you thank me even if you don't see how I'm working it out, trusting that I am working it out? Celebration Church, I came to ask you today, will you praise God? Will you celebrate? Will you go crazy even if you can't see how he's going to do it? even if you can't see. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. For more information about Celebration Church or to get in touch with us, please visit celebration.org.